It's now time for Altamont Lady Indians Basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Good evening, everyone, and welcome in to Altamont Community High School for tonight's high school girls basketball contest. Game number two for both of these squads. And it's also the National Trail Conference opener here this evening as well. Tonight's contest is between the Altamont Indians and the Wizards Two Straws Lady Hatches. And I'm Travis Sparks. Joining me tonight here on the broadcast is Will and We'll be here calling all the action tonight here on The Voice of Altamont Indian Athletics. 100 points live at 105.5 Jack FM. Streaming online at FMRadio.com as well. And the last game for Altamont, it was a opening contest win on a Tuesday night. And that was an 84-36 win over Vandalia. And it was a total team win. Three girls in a double figures. And, of course, the return of Grace Nelson to the lineup. She had 29 points in her return for her senior season. Also, Kaylee Lurkins came off the bench and scored 12. And Claire Bame ran the point and scored a 10. And 84 points. That's a good start to the season offensively there. Well, it was a highly efficient night and highly effective opening night for the Lady Indians. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about nerves maybe coming out with Grace Nelson coming back, maybe a little nervousness coming into this one. But, I mean, 84 points didn't show it there. And, I mean, you talked to Coach after the game as well. I mean, not a lot went wrong for the Indians. He said they had some stuff to work on defensively. So we'll probably see him locked down early on defensively here in this game. Right, yeah, and that's usually the coach talk coming out right there. You know, 84 points is a good night, but uh, not every, every coach is not satisfied with a win as there's always something to work on and only a short amount of time to work on those things only a day worth of practice basically and then it's right back in to tonight's action and with the two straws they are off to a nice start as well as uh, they got off to a 44-38 win or 44-38 win over Sarah Gordo on a Tuesday night and when the two straws came out and took a six-point lead it was 16-10 to after one quarter then they extended that just a little bit. They left 23 to 15 at the half, and then they would take control there and eventually win 44 to 38. Kendra Hayes, the freshman, led the way scoring for the Hatches. She had 11 in that one. Uh, Samantha Hayes had a 10, and Ella Kinkler she had nine points in uh, that one. So went to two straws already off to a better start than last year. They're starting off the same exact way. They started off the season last year opening up with Sarah Gordo and opening up with Altamont in conference play. And so far, they're off to a better start than last year. They lost to Sarah Gordo, and then this year, they came out victorious this time around. So off to a better start here uh, already in the new season. Yeah, I mean, going into this one, obviously, you never want to lose to a team two years in a row. So you got that fire. Get that first win. You get that confidence going. You're coming into the Indians' house now, so you have another away game here. And, I mean, it's just one of those games where they had the lead, they kept the pressure, they kept, excuse me, they kept dealing with that pressure, kept that lead in that game, and there's something to be said about that, keeping a lead into the game and keeping that lead through the entire game. And I thought that last season, a year ago, for Windsor's Two Straws, the record doesn't look that great, 11-20, and 20, but I thought Coach Lee got them playing good there at the very end. They're a very scrappy team, and we saw that in the National Trail Conference in the National Trail Conference Tournament, I should say. And I think that after that conference tournament is really what changed it around for the Hatchets and gave them confidence the rest of the way because they entering that tournament on the final day. They had to play twice because of how the conference tournament shaked out, and they got blown out by Nyoga. 
but then and they came back later in the day and faced the same Altamont Indian team, and of course was without Grace Nelson, but it was uh, Winchester Shaw's coming out with a win that day. So uh, they, you know how it can be discouraging after you have blown out a few hours before that, and then uh, to come back out and uh, play another game, and uh, they uh, came out and they were scrappy, and uh, they ended up winning the game. And I thought that ever since that conference tournament, I really kind of springboarded them. Didn't really transition to the wins, but I thought they were playing a pretty good basketball uh, there after the ATC tournament for the Hatches. Yeah, and sometimes, I mean, after a loss like that, when you get beat by so bad, I mean, to get to the top, you got to bounce back from the bottom, and that's kind of where they probably were. And, I mean, they played an Indian team without Grace Nelson, and you saw how this Indian team changed without Grace Nelson part of the year. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, how much they changed coming into this year. So, I mean, anything can happen year in, year out. And uh, the ATC uh, should be uh, another tough conference here this year, but I think it's Altamont. It's uh, their time to uh, try to take it with the uh, four seniors uh, leading uh, the uh, charge as they saw St. Anthony impressive on their first night as they got a, a blowout win against uh, Dietrich. And then in the yoga, they were only able to score 17, 17 total points in their first game as uh, they got uh, Sydney Richards, who graduated last year. They're trying to find uh, where their scoring is going to come from. And uh, Haley Cable, I know, is back for uh, them. And uh, so we'll see what uh, they bring to the table this year at CHBC. They won 20-plus games a year ago. Sort of North Clay as well. So uh, I think the uh, year as well, throw out my into the mix as well. They're going to have something to say about it, at least after the first game of the season. They're going to have something to say about this National Trail Conference here, and it all starts here tonight. Yeah, and I mean, nothing more than, I mean, as a fan of basketball, you like close games, you like tough games, and you like tough conferences. That's just, that's where the sport's the best. And uh, we'll see what happens here uh, this evening as, uh, again, the uh, Lady Indians, they uh, have uh, two games uh, this week and even a more jam-packed schedule next week. Of course, that's a Bob Kern tournament next week in uh, Newton, where they're going to be uh, taking on Effingham on a Monday. And I believe they play on a Wednesday against Newton and then on Friday against uh, Flora. And then we're right back here in this uh, gymnasium for the uh, boys' home opener against uh, Nick Homas on next uh, Friday night. So... Uh, of course, before we get there to uh, next weekend, Thanksgiving weekend, we'll have to get through uh, this week, and both teams are towing the line, and they're about ready for the National Anthem, so we're going to get ready for the National Anthem as well, and so we're going to step away right now for that National Anthem, brought to you by Tingley Insurance Agency, and we'll be back in a few moments with the start of this game, as well as the uh, start of lineup here for this contest between Altamont and Winters Straws. so we'll be back here after the National Anthem. You're listening out to my Lady Indians basketball on Jack at the...
might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important. Employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to Altamont Community High School. Let's give you the uh, starting lineup here for this uh, contest between Altamont and Winters Two Straws. First up for the uh, Lady Hatchets, number 10, Kendra Hayes, and she's a 5'7 uh, freshman. Number 15, Ella Kinkler, and uh, she's a 5'9 senior. Where's the number 15? And Kendra Hayes, where's the number 10? Number 22, Ellie Wittenberg. She's a 5'10 junior. Number 25, Samantha Hayes, and she's a 5'10 junior. And the number 44, Morgan Mathis, is a 5'9 senior. Again, that's Kendra Hayes, Ellie Kinkler, Ellie Wittenberg, Samantha Hayes, and Morgan Mathis. They're starting five for the Windows 2 Strong Hatchets. As for the Altamont Lady Indians, led by Coach Carr, as uh, they'll be having a starting lineup of number five, Brianna Grunlow. She's a 5'4 senior. Number 13, Claire Bain. She's a 5'8 senior. Number 15, Peyton Osteen is a 5'8 senior. Number 22, Kylie Osteen is a 5'8 junior. And number 23, Grace Nelson is a 5'10 senior. And that is Grunlow, Bain, Peyton, Kylie Osteen, and also Nelson as well. Start at five for the Altamont Lady Indians. As the uh, atmosphere is definitely here tonight, the uh, lights went down and the start of lineup are announced to the crowd. And uh, the Tribal Council is ready. It's minute black night over there in the uh, Tribal Council. I see a lot of black sport coats over there. I missed the memo. I got the black polo on, but I don't have my black blazer here. So uh, I'll have to remember that next time minute black night comes around. Uh, it's great to be back here once again here on this Thursday evening. It's a great night for high school girls basketball. As we're about ready to uh, get this one underway. Of course, the uh, Indians are wearing their home white uniforms with a black lettering and orange trim. And what you see, Charles, wearing uh, those green uniforms with light blue or bluish numbers there. So it's going to be Nelson going to be tipping it off against Hayes. That's Samantha Hayes. And the tip is going to go out of bounds, and it will re-jump. So, a little bit of a odd start here. You don't see that one too often, because directly, I mean, almost out of bounds before it hit the ground. And finally, Altamont will win the tip, and they'll be going right to left on your radio dial as Nelson will start things off here for the Lady Indians, and it'll go over to Peyton Osteen over on the left wing. And they try to dump it in the middle to Kylie Osteen, but it was knocked away, and Fame had to go track it down. And now she drives inside, dish off to Grunlow with a jumper. Good. So, Brianna Grunlow starts the scoring, and it's 2 nothing out the mom. It's going to be uh, the Hatchets with Hayes uh, getting a cross-court pass and shot up. It is a no good. A fight for the rebound. It's going to go the way of the Hatchets as uh, they'll reset things now. And a long two-pointer there by Kinzer Hayes is no good. 
And rebounded there by Peyton Osteen. Outlet pass to Nelson. Up and count the basket in the foul for Grace Nelson. And Nelson will go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. I mean, heads-up play by Olsen there. Got the rebound, eyes up, saw Grace moving. Grace, great job to absorb the contact, get the end one. And so Nelson will go to the free-throw line for the first time tonight after her first basket was good. And one free-throw is also good for Grace. And it's 5 nothing Altamont. Samantha Hayes will be bringing up for the hatchet. As she's being guarded there by Bame, and she gets it off there to Kendra Hayes. Now they get it back to Samantha Hayes. Now it's Wittenberg. Wittenberg shot for three. It's good. Wittenberg with a tray, and it's 5-3. to three. A little bit of a high pass for Bame. She's going to take a straight-up three. Swish. And it's good for Claire Bame. And uh, out to my answers with a three of their own. It's 8-3. to three. Kendra Hayes can bring it up the floor for the hatches. Gives it over to Kinkler. Kinkler now will spin around, guarded by Nelson. Now it back out to Mathis. Now in the corner, shot for three is off. No good. There by Samantha Hayes. And a fight for the rebound. There's going to be a foul on Altamont, they say, reaching in. Yeah, tough foul there. Just going after the ball. Just couldn't quite get it as she's getting slap happy trying to bring that ball back in. That's so going to go on Grunlow, her first team first, and it's going to be a wayward pass, and they're going to say Wendersee Straws was out of bounds when they caught it. And that was Kinkler there trying to save it, but she was too close to the uh, sidelines there and a turnover to Altamont. As it'll be a Bame and bring it across the timeline as she gets over to a pay no scene, and now she has a year, and she'll spin around at the top of the key, picks up her dribble over to Sir Kylie. Kylie will whip the basketball here on the left side. Now she picks it up. She's trying to dump it down low to Peyton, and she's triple teamed here, and she finally somehow gets it off the Grumlow, who finds Bame. Shot for three is no good. Off a couple bounces, fight for the rebound. Mathis and Grumlow are there, and the whistle blows, and it's going to be a jump ball. Jump ball, alternate possession arrow, gives it to Windsor's too strong. 5.41 to go here in the opening quarter. 8-3, to three, a Lady Indians with the lead, but when the two straws will have the basketball here. Kendra Hayes has the basketball. She'll bring it up and break the Altamont pressure, and she picks it up as she was being guarded there by Kylie Osteen, and it's coming away, and Nelson away from the crowd, layup off the glass, it is. Nelson's second basket. Got five quick ones, and it's 10-3. Kinkler with a nice move inside. Layup is good for Kinkler. And it's 10 to 5. Allie dumps it back to a Grunlow. Mentoring jumper is good for Greek Grunlow. Our second basket. It's 12 to 5. Had a great start the other night. And she's continuing that good start here in the first quarter here. Kinkler gives it off to Samantha Hayes. Samantha Hayes picks up her dribble. Now gives over to Mathis in the left corner. She's looking for someone to pass to. She gives over to a Kinkler. Kinkler has it here on the left wing. She's looking for someone to pass to. She gives it off there to Wittenberg. Wittenberg dribbles it here at the volleyball line after getting a screen. She picked up her dribble now. Hoggins over to Mathis on the right wing. She's double teamed here, and she passes out of it. Samantha Hayes drives, had it knocked away. And now Kinder Hayes with a shot. It's off, no good. Rebounded by Mathis, though, for Windsor. Two straws, and it's knocked away. Loose ball. 
And Windsor comes away with it. Windberg comes out of the crowd with it. So Windberg will try to reset here on the right side. And Windberg picked up her dribble. Now she gets off to Kendra Hayes. Now gets over to Kinkler. Mid-range jumper is in and out. No good. And it's going to be rebounded by Bain. They're going to say it's over and back on the hatchet. I mean, before that miss there, I mean, both teams coming out firing, not really seeming to miss early on here. So a sub coming in for Altamont as Haley Lurkins comes back in, or comes in for the first time, and Skylie Klein and, and Libby Reardon in as well. And it looks like it's going to be the two Osteens taking a seat, Kylie and Peyton, and Grumlow also took a seat as well. Dame will bring it up, running the point here, and she gets over to Nelson. They dump it down low. It's Lurkins, but it was just too far of a pass, and it goes out of bounds. Turnover to Windsor's two straws. Yeah, just a little miscommunication on that one. Had the bounce pass, just a little too far out in front. Under four to go. It's 12 to 5. Altamont with the lead here in the opening quarter. Kinkler picks up her dribble here in the backcourt, and they're going to call it for a violation. Didn't get it across the half-court line, or they call the timeout. So, Coach Lee call the timeout so it's going to be a 30 second timeout and we'll be back here in a 30 seconds you're listening to lady Indians basketball on jack fm based out of altima illinois jared nelson trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have they haul rock grain fertilizer and many other commodities don't hesitate call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altima Community High School. When your two stars was in trouble in the backcourt, they had to call a timeout. And so Keekler gets it across half court, but she lost it, and it's going to be Wittenberg in the Hoffman corner in there, and they finally get it out of there. Kinkler will have it on to the right side this time. As Nelson is the one, a gardener picks up a screen there. Kinkler drives inside and gets, dishes it off. Samantha Hayes, and it hits the top of the backboard, and no uh, timeout either, so it'll be Nelson playing one with it, and it goes. Finishes the end one with contact for Grace Nelson. And she'll go to the line for the end one. I mean, Grace Nelson fighting for the rebound, cuts up court, makes a beautiful inside move, draws the contact, another and one. And so uh, she converted on her previous and one, and she does just that. Got eight quick ones here in the first quarter. It's 15 to five. Lady Indians with the 10-point lead now. As it is Winberg taking up her dribble, giving off to Kendra Hayes. They get it back to Winberg. Alley over onto the right side to a Kinkler. Alley double it down low to a Samantha Hayes. Back out to a Kinkler. She thought about firing a three, but thinks better of it. And she dribbles back out, gets a screen here, still on the right wing. Picked up her dribble. She's over in the corner in to Wittenberg. Wittenberg kicks it back outside to Hayes. Hayes is dribbling now. Hands back off to Kinkler. Good defense here by the Indians, and it's going to be a triple team for a Kinkler, and they're going to be a travel. Kinkler traveled with it, and so it'll be Altamont basketball. Yeah, and I think Kinkler on that one was trying to draw contact and try and get a foul call, but I think she just left her feet a little too early. 
So uh, Peyton Osteen will check back in, and uh, Bain will take a seat. 2.30 to go here in the opening quarter. 10-point lead for the Lady Indians, 15-5. to Peyton Osteen gets it over there to Nelson, dumps it down low to Lurton. Lurton's now double-teamed here, and she's going to shuffle her feet and turn it back over to Windsor's two straws. The Kinkler bringing it up. Actually, they'll pass it to Kendra Hayes to break the pressure. They do. She picked up a dribble. Cross-court pass to Wittenberg on the right wing. Now Wittenberg picked up her dribble. Gives it back over to Kinkler at the volleyball line. Kinkler trying to work against Nelson. And gets a screen in there. Kinkler drives inside underneath a basket. And they're going to call a foul. Foul on Altamont. So that's going to send Ellie Kinkler to the free throw line for two. Reardon's going to get hit with that foul. Team second. And the Kikler free throw line up and no good. Off the front of the rim. She'll get another one, though. First free throws of the night here for Wins Two Straws. And Kikler's second free throw is also no good. And tipped out by Wins Two Straws. So it'll be Altamont with the ball after all. I might have jinxed everybody when I said they started off the night shooting hot because everybody's been real cold since. <laughs> the old broadcaster's jinx strikes again. Peyton Osteen gets it across the timeline and gets it over to uh, Klein on the left side. Now Klein gives it back to Peyton. Peyton has it here. She's looking for someone to pass to. Gets over to uh, Nelson here in the short corner. And Nelson looks to drive. She kicks it back out. They swing it over to uh, Klein. And they dump it to the free throw line to Lurkin. Lurkin puts up the wild shot. No good, and Winchester Straws is going to let out go out of bounds, so it'll be Hatcher basketball. Subs coming in 0-4. One sub, Nelson will get a quick breather, and Kylie Osteen will check back in. Minute 28 to go. Still 15-5, to Altamont with the lead, but it's been a little bit since someone's got on the board here. Kinkler will break the Altamont pressure here and get into the front court. And Kinkler will now give up top to Samantha Hayes. The top of the key now over to Kendra Hayes. And it's going to be a shot no good by Mathis and rebounded by Kylie Osteen. Kylie gives it back to uh, Klein. Uh, we've got a minute to go in the opening quarter. Hayden gives it over to uh, Kylie. Kylie drives, dishes off to Lurkin, puts up the little jump shot no good. Fight for the rebound, and it goes to Reardon. And then now back out to Kylie Osteen. Now over to Peyton Osteen. She drives inside, and there's going to be a foul on the floor before the shot. So it'll just be an out-of-bounds play here for Altamont. 47.4 seconds to go. And Peyton Osteen will get it in on the inbounds. Looking to get it in. Gets it in to Kylie Osteen. Caden Van Buren checked into the game for the Hatchets there. And Klein takes the three. No good, but no one was there to box out. Kylie Osteen up and in. Their first bucket of the night. Finally, someone scores for a while. 17-5. Wittenberg on the left wing with 30 seconds to go. Trying for the lob down low. It's up and in for Kendra Hayes. Beautiful. 
Made the alley-oop there, and it makes it a 10-point game again. 17-7, 15 seconds to go in the quarter. Painosi fires a three. It's off. No good. Battle for the rebound. And they're going to say it was a foul or out of bounds? Out of bounds, I believe. They are calling a foul. Call it on Klein. And uh, Klein will take a seat, and Nelson will come back in. So we got five three or five fouls now. And that should be uh, free throws, or at least it was the other night. Everybody, this is the second night. Everybody's still trying to learn these rules. <laughs> and uh, so that's the fifth team foul on the uh, Lady Indians. And we're going over to the scoreboard to check that. And uh, I guess we're playing on. And uh, so it'll be uh, Samantha Hayes taking it out of bounds. Cam Hayes gets it in and almost lost it. Did Wittenberg, but she regains the dribble eight seconds to go. As that uh, is Van Buren's with the basketball. She'll drive and she lost it and call it double dribble. So it'll be a turnover back to Altamont with 2.2 seconds left. And Bain will come back in and check out for Lurkin. 2.2 to go. Altamont will have to go the full length of the floor with it. Bain looks to get it in. They get into Kylie Osteen. She's going to have to shoot it. And didn't realize how much time was left on the clock. And time will expire. So after one quarter of play, it's 17-7. to Altamont with the lead. And we'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Altamont Lady Indians Basketball on Jack FM. Master the mealtime rush with a refrigerator that helps you cut down on clutter. The Whirlpool four-door refrigerator keeps groceries in sight and easy to find. From easy-reach shelves to a flexible ice bin, see how the four sleek compartments help keep ingredients organized so you can get dinner to the table. Visit Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back to Altamont Community High School. As we are starting the second quarter, it's 17-7. Altamont with the lead over Wednesday's two straws after one quarter. Yeah, I mean, great quarter there by the Indians. I mean, came out with a lot of pressure. You can see him really focusing on that defense bend, like Coach said at the end of last game. And, I mean, you can see that with the points on the board as well, holding them under uh, double digits in the first quarter. And so uh, the uh, adjustments were made after game one, and uh, we'll start off the second quarter with the ball. That is Altamont, Lady Indians. As it's Nelson getting it to Kelly Osteen for three. In and out, no good. Nelson there for the rebound. It's up and in. Nelson's in double figures already. It's 19-7. to seven. And uh, they uh, dump it uh, down low uh, there the bucket is good there for Sam Hayes. Or Van Buren, excuse me. And that's going to be a, a shot no good. And Winchester Straw is looking to run the other way. 
Kendra Hayes with the ball now over to Wittenberg. Wittenberg gets inside and count the basket and the foul. So Wittenberg will go to the free throw line here for two shots. And you see after the break now, Stushaw is not really taking their time in that backcourt or as they're getting up the floor. They're really pushing the presser now, trying to break that press as quickly as they can. And so uh, Kylie Osteen will take a seat and a Reardon will come in. And that foul went on Peyton Osteen. Her first, team first as well of the quarter. And so Wittenberg will be at the free throw line for the end one attempt. And it's up and it's good. And one there for Wittenberg. And it's 19 to 12 on the scoreboard. As the Grumlow swings it back up top to a Bame. They now gets over to Nelson. Nelson inside and puts up the shot. No good, but she is going to go to the free throw line here for two shots as she was fouled in the act of shooting. Nelson will shoot two here as that foul went on Mathis. In and out. No good. So Nelson will get one more. Nelson will be at the line for a second attempt. Up and in and out. No good as well. 0 for 2 that trip. That's a charity strike for Nelson. Samantha Hayes gets it up. Court to Wittenberg. Wittenberg inside. Wild shot. No. Kendra Hayes with the follow up in there. A second basket. It's 19. It's a 14. And a Nelson a jumper. No good. And rebounded by Samantha Hayes. Samantha Hayes getting it over there for Kendra Hayes. It's no good off the front of the rim and a battle for the loose ball and bodies all over the place. And finally the whistle comes and it's a jump ball. Alternate possession here. will keep the here with the hatchet. Winberg will be the one to take out there on the sidelines. Winberg looking for someone to get into. Gets into Hayes who gets it back. To Wittenberg. Wittenberg here dribbling it at the uh, volleyball line over to Kendra Hayes. Dumps it down low to Samantha Hayes. Turnaround jumper is good. Two points for Sam Hayes, and it's a three point game, 19 to 16 all of a sudden. Grunlow into a cutting reared, and now back to Grunlow. Mentoring jumper, no good. Back iron, and rebounded by Van Buren, and she's looking to run. He's over to Kendra Hayes. Back to Van Buren's mid-range jumper. No good. Rebound goes to Bame. Bame head up the floor to a Nelson running the other way and puts up the shot. No good inside. And rebounded there by Wittenberg. So one possession game here. They'll get it over to Van Buren. Van Buren's back over to Sam Hayes. She makes the pump fake. She dribbles inside. Back out of Wittenberg for the tie. No good off the front of the rim. And rebounded by Peyton Osteen. And Peyton will get it across the timeline. Over to Bame. Bame picks up her dribble, gives over to Nelson. Nelson with it here on the left side. Trying to work against Wittenberg. And Nelson back to back out here towards half court. Going up on five minutes to go in the second quarter. Over to Bame. Pump fakes. And they're going to call a foul on the hatchet. 
Yeah, the Indians' offense has gone very stale here near the end of that first quarter into the beginning of this second one. Not a lot of ball movement, not a lot of off-ball movement either, really. Just all kind of waiting around. Yeah, a lot of standing. And I, and I think that's why the coach made the substitutions that he did get a lot of fresh legs in there. And uh, Klein and Lurkins were the ones who uh, checked in, and uh, Bame, and I think that was Reardon who was set down, or actually, no, that was... Oh, we'll get it. As uh, Klein missed the three, but Lurkins there for the follow up and in. On that second chance points for Lurkins, her first basket of the game. It's 21-16. to 16. Takes a little bit of a scoring drought for Altamont. Major Hayes, they get over there to Mathis on the wing, and the three-pointer is good. Morgan Mathis with the three, and it's 21-19. to 19. Nelson quickly the other way, dumps it down low to Lurkins. Lurkins, Lurkins puts it up, and she's fouled. And so... Uh, Haley Lurkins will go to the free throw line for two here. And it's on Mathis for second, team third. And Lurkins will be shooting two here. And Lurkins at the line. First foul shot up and back of the rim, no good. Still a 21-19 game here with 4.30 to go in the first half. And Lurkins at the free throw line for her second attempt. Second one on the way. This time it's good. The one for two at the line of Fort Lurkins, and it's 22 to 19. Lindbergh will be the one to bring it up. A little half court pressure here, and they finally get it across the timeline. Hayes dribbles inside. The free throw line jumper is off and rebounded by Nelson, and they're going to call a foul or reach in there on the hatchet. And Caitlin Von Buren checks it, uh, picks up that foul. Her first, team fourth. 4.15 to go here in the second. Nelson the other way, thought about a three, but gives it back off to Klein in the corner. Now to a cutting Reardon. Now over to Lurkin. Spins around in the lane. No good. And the rebound. It goes out to Van Buren. Van Buren's a loss the dribble, but Sam Hayes is right there to pick it up. Now over to Mathis for three. She's open. No good. Back iron. Rebound. Spot four, and it goes to Van Buren. Now over to Hayes. Hayes cross-court pass to Winberg. And they get it over to her. Mathis swings it over to Kendra Hayes for three. Good for Kendra Hayes. And we're tied at 22. Nelson takes the three in transition. No good. Rebounded by Kendra Hayes. Winchester Strauss can take their first lead here. And they get it over to Sam Hayes. Now over to Mathis. She's open for three. It's in and out. No good. Rebounded by Nelson. Nelson looking to run. Nelson all the way. Puts it up. Count the basket and the foul. Kendra Hayes tried to slide over to take the charge, but Nelson got the basket to fall. And the end one opportunity coming up here. And that's already Kendra Hayes' third foul. And then five uh, team fouls now on the Hatchets. Gives the uh, Lady Indians a two-point advantage, 24-22. Nelson's second, or the and one free throw is good. So Nelson's got 13, and there's a timeout on the floor. So we'll take a, a quick 30-second timeout as well. And we'll be back with the Lady Indians leading by three here. You're listening to Lady Indians basketball on Jack FM. 
We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to Altamont Community High School. Uh, it is a three-point advantage now for Altamont as uh, they lead a 25 to 22. Yeah, and I mean this is—I mean this game has gotten very close from where it was in the first quarter. Very different second quarter here. And I mean this is the team that you said. I mean. They had to lead the whole game, and you can see that team as they're clawing back into this one. They just have that never-give-up attitude. They're never in a game that they can't win. Uh, and Coach uh, Brian Lee has done a good job here. as uh, really picked it up since the second half of uh, last year, and he can tell. As uh, Winter will have the basketball, they'll pick it up, and gets it over to uh, Kendra Hayes. Kendra Hayes picks up her dribble, gets over to Wittenberg. She uh, pump fakes. She drives inside, puts up the shot, or it's going to be a foul. And it's in the act of shooting, so two more free throws coming up here for uh, Ellie Wittenberg. Dano Steen will pick up that foul. Her second, team second as well of the quarter. And Wittenberg at the line. Free throw up is good. And uh, Kinkler will come back in for the Hatchets. Kendra Hayes will take a seat, and a Bain will come back in, and Kylie Osteen will sit on the bench. Wittenberg at the line for a second attempt. It's up, and it's good. Made them both. Two for two there for Wittenberg. She's three for three at the line. And it's a one-point game, 25-24. With under three to go. Klein in the corner. Shot for three is off. No good, and battle for the rebound. Goes to Sam Hayes. Quickly up the floor to Wittenberg. Puts up the shot. No good off the glass. Rebounded by Peyton. Osteen. Now Bame. Over to Nelson. Quickly up the floor the other way. Reverse layup. No good. Rebounded by Mathis. Kinkler in a transition here. Kinkler is going to take it all the way. She spins her around and it's up and in. And with the two strong has her first lead of the game. And quickly the up the floor is a, a foul on the hatchet. And a Peyton Osteen was in the act of shooting, so she'll go to the line for two here. Yeah, you can see both teams now really trying to work this ball very quickly up the floor and not trying to let either defense really get set up. So a Peyton at the free throw line here for two. And it bounces. No good. Hit the rim. Almost hit the top of the backboard and back out. She'll get another opportunity here, though. And uh, Peyton's second free throw on the way. It's good. And ties the game up here at 26. And we got uh, Cameron Carey in for one and two straws. Reardon checks back in, and a Grumbo checks in as well. So out there on the floor, it's a Bame, a Nelson, a Lurkins, Grumbo, Reardon. 
coming up on uh, two minutes to go here in the first half. We're all tied here at 26. And a carry with the basketball. She almost lost it, and she still doesn't have full control of it, and she gets called for the travel. And I'll turn it over to Altamont. A bit of a low pass there, and Carrie never had full control, and eventually it leads to the travel. Nelson in the corner here. She fires a three-pointer. It's good. Three-pointer for Nelson. And it's 29 to 26. Kinkler the other way. Gets it across the timeline and gets a screen. Kinkler still with the basketball. She dribbles here on the right side now. Picks it up and they dump it down low. And Van Buren's trying to get free. Gives it back out to Winberg with the runner off and rebounded by Grunlow. Out to Nelson and they're going to call a foul there on the hatchet. Just trying to do anything so Nelson couldn't get a fast break there. And it, you don't see that all the time where they just foul her. Doesn't matter. Just don't let her get don't let her get attracted to the basket. And uh, so that is two free throws here for Nelson. As that's the fifth team foul on one of two straws. See, I didn't even think about that. They'd rather just have her shoot instead of having a chance at another and one. Yeah, and she missed her free throws the first time, but she made that one. And she got 17 already in the game, and it's a four-point lead for Altamont, 30-26. to 26. Nelson's the second free throw is up and good this time. So two for two there for Grace. And it's 31-26. to 26. Altamont with the lead with a minute 30 to go in the first half. As it's Wittenberg across the timeline. Goes over to a Kinkler. Kinkler has it here at the top of the circle. It's knocked away by Nelson and a battle for the loose ball. And Kinkler's going to come away with it. She tracks it back down. She's still dribbling with it. She tries to take it all the way. And it's going to be a charge. Charge on a Kinkler. And it'll be Altamont basketball with a minute eight to go. So a sub coming in for Lady Indians. And Peyton Osteen to check back in. And Grunlow will be the one checking out. And so a Bain will bring it up the floor. And Wittenberg will be meeting her right there at center circle. Bain gets it across the timeline. She has that at the volleyball line over to Reardon. Reardon now back up top to a Bain. And it's going to be knocked away by Wittenberg. Loose ball. And they're going to call a jump ball. Jump ball, also in a possession arrow, keeps it here at Altamont. So it'll be out of bounds for Peyton right in front of the Hatchets bench. And Peyton will get it in to a Bame. We got 50 seconds to go in the first half. And a Bame almost gets it knocked away again, and the ball is loose on the floor, and it'll be a jump ball. And alternate possession arrow will give it to Winston's two straws this time. A little extra activity after the uh, whistle, and Bain uh, took an exception to something, and either way, it'll be Hatchet's ball. I know, I was trying to see what she was talking to the ref about, because the Indian coach as well is not happy. Yeah, Coach Carr really giving it to him, to the official there, and uh, Kinkler gives off to Sam Hayes. She's really close to the half-court line, but... Has it knocked away by Bain momentarily, and there's Sam Hayes, and Coach Lee's going to call a timeout. 
And it's a full timeout, so we'll try to steal a 30-second timeout here. We'll be back in a 30. You're listening now to my lady in basketball here on a Jack of M. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important. Employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Uh, it is a 31-26 lead for the Lady Indians of 33.6 seconds remaining here in the half. And Coach Lee uh, called a timeout there with one to two straws here in a little bit of trouble. Still within striking distance here in the first half of Will. Yeah, and I mean, the Indians came out very, very hot. I mean, both teams came out very, very hot in the first quarter, and then they kind of locked in defensively, kind of went into a bit of a stalemate, and then they went into everybody throwing the ball up the floor as fast as they can. They seem to be kind of matching each other, kind of strategy for strategy almost. And uh, now the defense is really picked up, and uh, they are going to be a turnover. So... Uh, one of the things that you don't like as a coach, a turnover right after a timeout. And it'll be Altamont with the ball. 28 seconds left in the half. Lurkins will take a seat and a Klein will come back in. And a Bame will get it across the timeline with 24 seconds to go. And it'll be a Kylie Osteen with a basketball here up top over to a Klein. Klein up top. Now it's going to be knocked away, and there's going to be a foul on Windsor Two Straw. So it'll be free throws here coming up for the Indians. I think it's Nelson at the line. That's not a foul you want to give away with 11 seconds to go. She had nowhere to go, had two people around her. Just once again, getting slap happy trying to get that ball. And Nelson made the free throw. She'll get another one, and it's 32 to 26. Nelson's got 19 so far here in the first half. Nelson's second free throw on the way. In and out. No good. Fight for the loose ball. It's still loose. And finally, Klein comes away with it. Eight seconds to go. And they get over to Kylie Osteen. And Kylie dumps it down low to Reardon, who is double teamed. Knocked away by Carey. One second left. Reardon knocks it away. And that's going to do it for the first half. So after one half of play, a little chaotic action there at the very end. But the halftime score is Altamont with the slim lead of 32 to 26. And we'll be back with the first half stats and first half analysis. And we'll try to track down some other scores from around the area as well. So we'll be back in a few minutes. Again, your halftime score of 32 26, Altamont with the lead. And you're listening to Altamont Lady Indians basketball here on Jack FN. This is Lieutenant John Stroud with a message from the FDM Fire Department. Protect your home and your loved ones by ensuring your smoke alarms are working properly and not expired. Prevention is key. Keep flammable items away from heat sources and never leave candles unattended. Don't let a small mistake turn into a big disaster. But if a fire does occur, be prepared. Create a fire escape plan with your family and practice it regularly. Know where to go and how to get out safely. Let's make fire safety a priority. Share these life-saving tips with others, provoke discussion, and make sure everyone is prepared. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. 
We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack. And room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and equal housing lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back in to Altamont Community High School. And here at halftime, it is Altamont with the lead 32-26 here at the half. As we mentioned there in the first half, Altamont came out and both teams came out firing. But unfortunately, the offense started to dry up because of defense started to uh, ramp up for uh, both squads and there was a little bit of a scoring drought at one point in the time as well but uh, it is Altamont with the uh, slim lead right now 32 uh, 26 here at the half so uh, what are you seeing here out of the first half Will? Yeah and I mean like you yeah, like you said both teams started out hot Indians came out firing had a had a, almost had a double digit lead there at the about the middle of the first quarter or so and then I mean, they just kind of went stale offensively. Couldn't really get anything going. Not a lot of ball movement. I mean, Grace Nelson had 19 points in the first half out of their 32. And, I mean, a lot of that was her taking the ball up the floor from half court and taking it all the way to the basket, getting an and one. So it's one of those things where you're kind of seeing the old Indians offense come out where they're kind of waiting for Grace's teams to kind of handle everything because she's making a lot of good passes, making a lot of good moves. And everybody else is still there. You can just kind of see them falling back into their old ways a little bit once she starts doing what she's doing. Right, and one other thing I'm noticing for both defenses is they both have active hands. They're trying to get in the passing lanes uh, quite a lot there. Yeah, and I was going to say that as well. Both defenses, you can tell, have been very high pressure. As soon as the teams cross into that half court, both teams have kind of realized they can't play that full court pressure against each other and 
keep up that offensive pace. So now they're just really sticking to very, very tight half-court pressure. And we saw that from both sides causing a lot of issues. And so if you're ready, I'll uh, go ahead and uh, turn things over to you for some uh, first-half statistics, Will. Yeah, I mean, we got Grace Nelson with the Indians with 19 out of 32 points, which, I mean, which is nothing new for her. Brunlow with four, Boehm with three, Osteen with one, Lurkins with two, Osteen with two as well. So, I mean, and you can see the Indians really getting everywhere on the boards, on the defensive end. They just need to kind of get there a little more offensively. Then on the other side, you have Hayes with seven, Wittenberg with eight, and they are your leading scorers, and they have been doing a lot of the ball work and a lot of movement on that offensive side, where, like you said, both sides having very active defensive hands, nobody able to really get any entry passes, very easy baskets, you know, in the painted area. And so right now here at the half, it's Altamont with the lead of 32 to a 26. And uh, as we continue on here with the halftime show, the drumline in the background playing us here, entertaining us at the school. And uh, so we'll try to track down uh, some other scores as well as uh, coming up here on the halftime show. We got a special little interview coming up here. So stick around for uh, that. What we got in store coming up here in uh, just a second on the other side of this break. But we'll be back in about a minute or so. And you're listening now to my lady in his basketball, Jack FM. And your score of 3226, Altamont with the lead. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Master the mealtime rush with a refrigerator that helps you cut down on clutter. The Whirlpool four-door refrigerator keeps groceries in sight and easy to find. From easy-reach shelves to a flexible ice bin, see how the four sleek compartments help keep ingredients organized so you can get dinner to the table. Visit Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Back here to Altamont Community High School and it's halftime here. And uh, we got a special guest here 
joining us here on the halftime show, and it's uh, Jared Suckemeyer here with Altamont High School, and they're they're doing a little uh, special thing on the uh, video side of things here. They're starting with this year, and so uh, Jared, tell us a more a little bit about it and uh, what this is all about with uh, what you're doing with huddle. Yeah, so we decided to do huddle to stream all of our home games for basketball, uh, boys and girls, and soccer. Um, the three, biggest reason why we decided to partner with Huddle is because it gives us a great opportunity to reach to allow alumni to have who have moved out of the area to be able to still connect with back to their school and be able to stay connected. Um, and of course, we want to fill our stands. We we invite everybody out, but sometimes life doesn't always allow that. Sure. So we need to, we're just trying to help bridge that gap for those people who who sometimes life gets in the way but want to stay watch their kids play, watch their grandkids play. Sure. And uh, how do you uh, get signed up for, for that really quickly? Well, uh, yeah, so we posted a video yesterday on our Facebook. So just go ahead and look for that. It shows all the resources in, that are available on how to set up Huddle. You can get use it, you can get on the computer, uh, the iOS, Android, Team One Sports app on smart devices. Um, so and if you still have or having issues after that, just go ahead and reach out to either Katie Lurkins or myself, and we'll be able to help you out with any issues you're having. And so it's a very cool thing here. So uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we can get this going, and it's going to be a good uh, asset for the community as well. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just real quick, we'd like to reach out and thank our sponsors, Alamo Sports Boosters, TRS Radiator and Air Conditioning Service, Pinkies, Uzi Seed Sales, CNR Flooring, Remax Agent, Alex Steppi, Luke's Bar and Grill, Dr. Lana Schmidt, General and Family Dentistry, Russ Broniker, and of course, our amazing fans. And that's one of the most important ones there. And coach, or, uh, coach, uh, Jerry, we'll let you go here. And thanks for talking to us a little bit about huddle. And we're going to get back here to the second half. So we'll, we'll talk right. to you down the road. Thank All you. Right. Thanks a lot, Travis. <laughs> and so we'll get back here to the uh, third quarter. We'll and uh, we'll get back on uh, the uh, headsets here. Uh, it'll be Altamana starting off with uh, the basketball here. And there's going to be a ball knocked around a little bit, but it's going to stay right here without the mom. Yeah, quick fourth foul there for Mathis. Oh, yeah, she picked up that quick one here to start off this uh, third quarter. And uh, there's going to be a foul right there, and Nelson's going to go to the line. And Was that an and one? No, no, no. And uh, so it's just going to be a common foul there. And uh, so uh, Nelson will be a shooting two. Nelson's free throw in and out. No good. Been a tough night for Grace from the free throw line. You can see everybody on the team coming up to her after that one saying, hey, it's okay. Just keep shooting your shot. It'll go in. And it's, uh, that was also the fourth foul on Keekler as well. So uh, with Drew Strauss picking up early fouls and a foul trouble here early on. Second free throw was good there for Nelson. And it's 33-26. Keekler with the basketball this time. With Drew Strauss will be going right to left on your radio dial. That's Winberg with the basketball. Winberg goes up top two with Kendra Hayes. The uh, freshman gets it over back over to uh, Wittenberg, and Wittenberg has it here on the left side. A little bit of a fake pass. She goes back on the top of the circle, picks it up, gives it over to uh, Kinkler. Kinkler will give the ball to uh, Sam Hayes. Now over to Wittenberg, and it's going to be a two-pointer. Good. So she had her foot on the line that time. Two points for Wittenberg. It's 33-28. Quickly, uh, Osteen, Peyton Osteen, fires the shot wildly. No good. And rebounded there by Wittenberg. Hatchets with the basketball in the front court here. 
Winberg picks it up, gives it over to Kinkler. Kinkler has it here at the volleyball line. Uh, Kinkler hands it off to uh, Kendra Hayes. Now over to Mathis. Mathis over to Kinkler here at the free throw line. She's back over to Kendra Hayes at the top of the circle. Fires it down low to Sam Hayes. Puts up a shot. Good for Samantha Hayes. And it's 33-30. Lady Indians lead by three here. Nelson up top to Peyton Osteen. Fires a three. No good off the front of the rim. But Nelson with the offensive board. Put back. No good. She's going to return to the free throw line with two more shots here. That's three fouls very quickly here in this third quarter. And then Nelson's free throw is good. And then Nelson's got a 21 here now. And the lead is four for the Lady Indians, 34-30. 6.20 to go. And then Nelson's second free throw is also good. And it's going to be a Kinkler getting across top four. Over to Mathis. She'll fire a three-pointer. Short, no good. And rebounded by Peyton Osteen. Now Bame gets it across the timeline. Bame traveled with her. So she traveled with the basketball and give it back over to the Hatchet. 6 to go here in the third quarter. 35-30. to Lead for the Lady Indians. Kinkler breaks the pressure a little bit and call it a foul there on Elfman. And it'll be the second one there on front low, they say. And the first on Elfman. Mathis looks to get it into two way Kinkler. And there's going to be another foul. As the Dane's trying to reach in there to deny the pass, but. Call for the foul there. And Bame, that's her first team second. And Bame will take a seat and Lurkins will come back in. And Kinkler gives it over to Mathis. Now to Winberg over to Kinkler in the corner for three. No good. Sam Hayes with the follow is good, though. Samantha Hayes with her second bucket of the quarter. It's 35-32. And Grunlow hits the deck. And the ball also went out of bounds. They're going to say it was last off of the hatchet. 5.43 to go here in the third. A three-point lead for the Lady Indians. They have the ball. Nelson gets a screen up from Osteen. And Nelson with a step back three. No good. And it's going to be a over a back there on the Lady Indians. I've had a hatchet hit the deck and that's Got the Tribal Council on their feet, but Lurkins is going to get hit with the over and back there. Her first. Team third. And so it's going to be Samantha Hayes getting across the timeline. She has it here on the left side over to Wittenberg. Wittenberg with the dribble. She picks it up now. And the pass is picked off by Peyton Osteen. Turn over there for the Hatchets, and they're going to get a reach-in here on Whitburn. Trying to steal it here in the backcourt. And like you said, going into halftime, both teams very active hands trying to deny any type of pass. 
And uh, so it is uh, Kylie Osteen getting it in to Nelson. We're up on a five to go here in the third. Nelson slowly walks it across the timeline. Trying to work some offense here. As Nelson gets it over to Peyton, now over to Kylie. Kylie drives, and she goes all the way to the rim. No good. Lurkins with the follow. It's also no good. And a fight for the loose ball. And Altamont comes away with a Nelson three. Yes. After all that chaos, Nelson knocks down a three-pointer. And it's 38-32. And there's going to be a reach-in on Altamont. Try to put out loose ball there. And Paul Nelson on that. And that's her first, team fourth. And a Grunlow will take a seat. Reardon comes back in. 4.30 to go here in the third. A little bit of a cushion now for the Lady Indians after that. Nelson three. Winberg picks up her dribble and Payne's right in her face. Gives off to Hayes. Hayes dumps it down on to Kendra Hayes. And now rebounded by Reardon off the mid. Reardon will be fouled. Trying to get it up the floor. And that'll be the hatchet. Foul. Fifth foul. Third one on Wittenberg. Yeah, Wittenberg. We kind of talked to the official after that one, wondering wondering where the call was. And Reardon will get sent to the line here with the uh, fifth team foul in the quarter here. New rules for basketball in the state of Illinois. And Reardon made the first free throw. Five team fouls in the quarter. They reset after every quarter. And uh, two automatic free throws. And Reardon made the first, and she'll go for a second. And Kylie Osteen took a seat and Klein. Kylie Klein came in. Two for two there for Reardon. Uh, makes it 40 to 32. And then Kinkler gets it across the timeline. Four to go here in the third. Kinkler drives all the way to the rim, puts up the shot, hits the back of the rim, and they're going to call it out of bounds to Altamont. People are looking for a foul there. But instead, it'll be Altamont ball. I think they're going to... And now the officials are going to get together and talk about it, I guess. And the one official outrules the other, so they're still going to say it's Altamont ball. No foul. I was going to say, can you, does he really count as talking about it if you just walk up and say, hey, we're going that way? I mean, it's basically what happened there. I was going to say, <laughs> there wasn't really much of a discussion. I said, hey, we're going to go with that one. <laughs> and Van Buren's also it came back in on forward with two straws uh, last time out there. Peyton uh, Osteen has it over to a Reardon in the left corner. Reardon now over to Nelson, fires another three, no good. And rebounded there by Van Buren. Gets it up to uh, Kendra Hayes. She almost had it stolen away by Reardon, but she gets it over to Kinkler. Kinkler. Dumps it down low, but here comes a double team there. Call a foul. A foul on Altamont. Yeah, I think they're going to get Lurkins on that one. Just a little too aggressive trying to jump at that entry pass. I think if she waits just a little second longer, that ball gets there. Kind of like a pass interference call in football. And uh, that's a 15 foul now on Altamont. So that'll send Windows two straws of the line. 
And that's Samantha Hayes shooting two. And back iron, no good. Should have another one, though. As it's a 40-32 lead of four Altamont. 3.25 to go here in the third. And Hayes at the line for a second foul shot up. And that one's good. One for two that time for Samantha Hayes. And it's 40-33. to 33. And they're going to get uh, Peyton Osteen with a travel. She was trying to fire it up the floor to Klein. Uh, they're going to say she shuffled her feet, so it'll be a turnover back to one to two straws here. 3.21 to go. That's going to be a wayward pass, and Kendra Hayes going to slide on the floor. Somehow saves her from going out, and somehow saves her from a backcourt violation. Kinkler drives to the lane, and they're going to call a foul on Altamont as Kinkler hit the deck. Just came barreling in there there, Will, and Kinkler's going to go to the free throw line here. Yeah, Kinkler able to draw some contact on that one. Lurkin's doing a good job of standing still. Just maybe caught a little too much of the body of uh, Kinkler as she was going up. And so Kinkler will go to the line for two here. First foul shot is good. So it's a six-point lead for Altamont, 40-34. to 34. And Kinkler, second free throw, up, and that one's good. That makes it 40 to 35. Give credit to Hayes for starting all that with a diving save. Yeah, absolutely. The freshman doing the dirty work there. Nelson will back it back out now. Closer to the half-court line and set up Moffin. Nelson drives to her left. Crossover dribble behind the back three. No good. Airballed it. And no one's going to touch it, so it'll be out of bounds. So wins is too strong. Hey, no scene. We'll take a seat, and uh, Claire Bain comes back in. Under three to go here in the third. Five-point lead, but Windsor has the ball. Kinkler gets it across the timeline and picked up by Nelson. Uh, Kinkler dumps it down low to Samantha Hayes, and she tries to dump it down low even more to Van Buren, and it's off. Rebounded by Lurkin. Nelson trying to split all three Windsor's two straw defenders are called off with the foul. A charge on Nelson. So Nelson weaving her way through defenders and Windsor stayed in the lane and got an offensive foul there on Nelson. Quickly the other way, Sam Hayes with a pump fake, jump shot, no, but they're going to call a foul. And we're shooting two more free throws here. So Sam Hayes, Samantha Hayes back to the line. And they could cut this to a one possession game here. As Grace Nelson kind of went the word on why that was a charge. And say she's still talking about the other offensive possession. Well, I mean, as we've seen her so, do so many times this game, she drives to the lane, gets contact, gets a scoop and score, something like that. So, And the free throw is good for Samantha Hayes. That makes it a four-point lead, 40-36. to 36. And I think that was Reardon who came back in, and Lurton took a seat. Samantha Hayes, second free throw, no good. And Nelson pulls down the rebound, and here she comes the other way, and she stops. 
Waits for some teammates. Now to Bain for three. Off. No good. Uh, took an extra bounce off the rim even. And it's going to go out of bounds. Last touch by Altamont. So it'll be wins and two strong ball. And Coach Carr wants a timeout. And so we'll take a timeout here as well. 40-36. Your lead, Altamont. Four-point lead with 2.13 to go in the third. And we'll be right back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement. And you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont High School, 40-36. And Coach Carr called that a timeout to talk about some things as Windsor just sticking around here, only a four-point game here. Yeah, and I mean, you said they had to leave. They kind of kept that, kept the same intensity just the other way in their first game. They had the lead. The other team kept crawling back. They just kept that pressure on and kept it going. So we know they're used to this type of pressure throughout the game. And the Indians so far haven't really been tested this year like this. I mean, they had a very early lead in the last game and just kind of kept going with that. That was kind of smooth sailing on opening night. And uh, the Hatchets to get in. And it's Kendra Hayes going to be guarded closely up the floor by Grunlow. And... Uh, Kendra finally gets it across the timeline. As Kendra gets it over there at the top of the circle. Lee Kinkler, she drives, kicks it back out to Winberg. Pump fakes and goes inside the arc now. Dumps it down low to Van Buren. Van Buren, and it's going to be blocked by Reardon. Nelson going the other way. Layup, good. Offense, defense leading to offense. And the layup, good for Nelson. 42-36 to now. 27 for Nelson. Winberg thought about driving inside, but she kicks it back out. Now Kendra Hayes with a pump fake at the free throw line. Now she gets some free space. Good for Hayes. Kendra Hayes, that is. And it's 42-38. Grunlow quickly up the floor. And Kylie Osteen's down low all alone. Up and in. Turn around. Layup for Kylie Osteen. Her first basket since the first quarter. 44-38. Minute 10 to go. As the Kendra Hayes. Tries to cross over Runlow. Now back to a Kinkler. Kinkler drives underneath the basket. Reverse layup. No good. And fight for the rebound. And it goes to Grunlow. Nelson now with the ball. She wants to run with it, of course. And he dribbles around the defense. Puts up the shot. Count the basket. And the foul for Nelson. And she'll go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. And that's the type of momentum that the Indians really needed here. Get that offense going. Get the little life back in you with a chance here to put it, put the lead up to nine. Right, yeah, trying to get some more space between them. Nelson, Dan, one free throw is good. And the three-point play is a good 47-38. And Nelson is going to get a quick breather. And I think a Bame was the one who returned there. And that also gives Nelson 30 points on the night as well. 
Here's a foul away from the basket by Reardon. And we're shooting free throws. Kinkler will return to the line. Reardon will pick up her first. And so Kinkler out the line. A free throw. Good. And makes it a 47. 30. Nine, thirty-eight, and Reardon will take a seat. And uh, yeah, I thought that was her second foul. It was, and Kinkler's second free throw is also good. Two for two there for Kinkler, and Bame will bring up the floor. It's forty-seven, thirty-nine, thirty-five seconds to go here in the third. Nelson. With the ball, dribbling it, and almost getting into a double team there, but it gives off to Bame. Bame over to Kylie Osteen. Kylie with the ball. She drives all the way. Had it taken away from her by Samantha Hayes. Sam looking to run. Gives it to Wittenberg. Wittenberg tries it back out for Kinkler, and it's stolen away by Nelson. Nelson the other way. Layup. Good. Stole the ball, finished the other way, and it's 49-40. Uh, it's going to be uh, Sam Hayes, and they're going to run out of time. And uh, no more time on the clock, and it's a nine-point lead for Altamont. 49-40 after three quarters of play, and we'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Altamont Lady Indians Basketball. I'm Jack Evan. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Master the mealtime rush with a refrigerator that helps you cut down on clutter. The Whirlpool four-door refrigerator keeps groceries in sight and easy to find. From easy-reach shelves to a flexible ice bin, see how the four sleek compartments help keep ingredients organized so you can get dinner to the table. Visit Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont High School. Start of the uh, fourth quarter, 49-40. As they say, now a nine-point lead for the Lady Indians to start the final quarter. Yeah, and I mean, both teams here really figuring each other out. So I think we're in for an excellent fourth quarter. And so the Hatchets will start off with the basketball. As Kendra Hayes will go over to Santa Hayes, and she lost it right out of her hands. Same the other way. Stops and pops. It's no good. Left it short. Rebounded by Wittenberg. And Wittenberg gets it across the timeline. As Wittenberg now finding someone to pass to. Gives it to Kendra Hayes. Now over to Van Buren. Now the Kinkler is cutting to the hole, and there's going to be a, a foul. Foul on Altamont that time, and I think it was on the floor. So it's being out of bounds. 
and a Bame will get hit with her second. Team first after the fouls reset here in the fourth. And uh, there's going to be an inbounds for Kinkler, and Bame's going to take it away. Bame with a steal, looking to run the other way. Dishes it off to a Grunlow, Grunlow off to a Peyton Osteen. Now Peyton fires cross court to a Kylie Osteen, drives on the baseline, and there's going to be a, a foul. As a Kylie had to navigate the baseline there. And Van Buren's going to get ahead with that. Her second, team first in the quarter. Mathis comes back in, and Van Buren takes his seat. It's a BAME will be the inbounder. Gets it into a Peyton. Peyton spins. Gives it back off to a Nelson. Nelson with a little stutter step. And now dribbles it back out. Nelson gives it over to a Peyton. Peyton fires cross court there to Grunlow. Fires it over to a BAME at the volleyball line. Now a BAME gets it over to a Peyton. Peyton back to BAME. BAME trying to find Nelson, but somehow gets a complete and three-pointers off. But Kylie Osteen right there with a follow is good. Kylie with the offensive board, and it's an 11-point game, 51-40. to 40. As Kinkler has that at the top of the circle. She gets a screen here and gives it off to a Mathis. Mathis trying to dump it down low, and Hayes gets it. That's Sam Hayes. Now do Kendra Hayes. Little head fake back to Kinkler. Kinkler drives inside, stops and pops contested jumper off and rebounded by Kylie. Kylie up to a Nelson. A Nelson, a fancy dribble inside, splits the defense, can't finish the layup though. And rebounded by Sam Hayes. Up to Kinkler. Kinkler is going to fire a three in the corner. Short. Rebounded by Peyton Osteen. It's a BAME now. will settle things down now and slow it down. Southmont will try to set something up here. As it'll be a Peyton with the ball. Going over to a Nelson. Nelson holding on to the ball. And she dribbles to her left side. Gets free now over in the corner. The Grunlow fires for three off. And rebounded by Samantha Hayes. Hayes in a transition. Gets it off to Winberg. Thought about a three. She drives inside. Layup. No good. Rebounded by Kylie Osteen. Kylie brings it up the floor. She stops and gives it off to Peyton. Peyton drives to the hole. Puts it up. No, but there's going to be a foul. And so Peyton Osteen will be in the act of shooting that time and go to the line here for two shots. I believe that'll be Hayes' fifth foul. Or that'll be Mathis. Yeah, they called that on Mathis. They called it on Mathis. So Mathis, that is her fifth foul, so she'll have to check out. Ace thought it was on her as well as she was going to the bench. And Coach Lee said, nope, get back in there. Van Burens will check back in for Mathis, who fouled out. Now Peyton at the line for two. It's good. So he's two for three tonight from the line. And both of her points have come from there. As Lurkins checks back in, Reardon also back in, Kylie Osteen and Bame take a seat. Osteen's off on the free throw, rebounded by Van Buren. She brings up the floor, coming up on five minutes to go. It's a 12-point lead for Altamont. Kendra Hayes has that at the top of the circle. Dumps it down low to Samantha Hayes. Now she 
Thompson is off to Kinkler, fires a straight on three, it's off. It was to the left all the way, and Kendra Hayes tried to save it from going out, but instead it'll just be out to my ball. And so Coach Carr wants to take a timeout here, and so will take a timeout here as well. We'll be back in 30 seconds without my lead at 52 to 40. You're listening now to my Indian basketball on Jack FM. Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back to Altamont High School, 52-40. Altamont with the lead, and the Lady Indians will have the ball. Kano Cena will be the one to bring it up the floor. She walks it across the timeline. Now the defense ramps up. Now they get over to Nelson on the left side. She drives inside. She's all alone. A layup is good, but wave off the shot as they're going to call a foul on Lurkins there. As Lurkins was going to be a moving screen, I believe, trying to clear the lane for her. And that's going to be the fifth on Kaylee, so she's going to have to or she have to take a seat as she's fouled out. And now Kylie Osteen will check back in for her. And it's going to be a wild pass, and it's going to be picked off by Grunlow. Now Kylie fires across court to a Nelson. She catches it, and a little hop step in the lane. It's good. Short little shot for Nelson. And to give her two more points, she's got 35, and it's 54 to 40. And it's going to be Kendra Hayes up top, and it's picked off by Nelson. They're trying to hit Sam Hayes. Nelson in transition. He's going to make a move and spin around jumper. No good. And rebounded by Wittenberg. Under four to go here in the game. 14-point lead for the Lady Indians. Kinkler with the ball here on the left side. High over to a Kendra Hayes at the top of the key. Picked up her dribble over to Wittenberg. Wittenberg now with the ball. Fake little handoff. And she's going to call for a travel. Took an extra step with that. So it'll be a turnover back to Altamont. Yeah, you can see now with that time starting to tick away here, you can see Altamont kind of start to feel a little more comfortable now with the ball in their hands and kind of have this game under control. Skylake Klein checks back in, and if they know Cena will take a seat. Three, a 30 to go in the game. 14-point lead for the Lady Indians. Nelson will be a met with a double team as soon as she crosses half court, and she is off the line. Flying across court to Kylie Osteen, fires it over to Grunlow on the left side. She's going to fire a shot short and rebounded, though, by Reardon. And now Nelson, short little jumper, good. Two more for Nelson, the 37, and it's 56 to 40. As Kinkler gets it across half court. Now they fire it down low to Samantha Hayes, turnaround jumper, good. Took a couple bounces on the rim, and it fell down. And she's in a double figures now, 56 to 42. Reardon on the right side. Now to a Nelson, a down low, splits the double team up. No good. 
Rebounded by Kendra Hayes. Now it's going to be Winberg. Had it almost taken away. Straight on three for Kendra Hayes. No. Rebounded by Nelson. Nelson running in transition, taking it herself. Layup. Good. Coast to coast layup for Nelson. And it's 58-42. Altamont taking control now. And Kankler is going to lose the ball off of her knee. And it's going to be a turnover back to Altamont. And it's going to be Nelson and taking a seat. And Peyton Osteen and coming to back in. And the Coach Carr is going to take a timeout. And so we'll try to take one here as well. 58-42 year lead, 2.22 to go on the game. And we'll be back here in 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamont Indian Basketball on Jack Evans. Master the mealtime rush with a refrigerator that helps you cut down on clutter. The Whirlpool four-door refrigerator keeps groceries in sight and easy to find. From easy-reach shelves to a flexible ice bin, see how the four sleek compartments help keep ingredients organized so you can get dinner to the table. Visit Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to Altamont High School, 58-42, and Coach Carr took that last time out there. Altamont will have the ball, and the hatchet will pressure all the way up the floor, and Indians break it. Now over to a Klein in the corner. Now pay no steam. Over to a Klein and now to a Reardon. Trying to play a little keep away and uh, they have to steal it. And they're going to be a, a foul on Altamont. Trying to prevent that fast break from going on there. Kylie's going to pick up that foul, her first. Team third. Two minutes to go in the game. And a Kinkler gets it across the timeline. Kinkler. Picks up her dribble, looks for someone to pass to. Finally finds Wittenberg. Wittenberg over to a Kinkler. Kinkler now driving baseline, puts up the shot, and rattles off the rim. No good. Samantha Hayes with the rebound, and Klein's there to tie her up. And it's going to be a jump ball. Alternate possession arrow gives it over to Altamont. And Grummo takes a, a seat, and Nelson comes back in. As Nelson will slowly walk it across. Minute 30 to go. Decent cushion for Altamont. 58-42 lead, and Nelson throws it away. Peyton Osteen is also falling down a little bit, and it'll be a Windsor's Two Straws ball. Now substitutions in, though, for Windsor's Two Straws as a whole new lineup is in there. I'll try to get you the uh, numbers here. As uh, Claire Holland uh, checks in, also... You got, um, let's see, it's all uh, Mackenzie Vonderheide in there as well. And uh, Carrie comes in as well. She has the basketball right now. Carrie dumps it down low and puts up the shot. Up no good. Follow is good, though. Therefore, Van Buren, that's Claire Van Buren. with the bucket there. 58-44. 
And now Coach Carr wants a timeout. So, minute three to go in the game. It was only a 30-second timeout, so we'll just keep her right here. And it's a minute three to go in the game as well. So, once again, you know, if you be careful as uh, when the two straws trying to make this a closer game here. Yeah, and I mean, they this game was very, very close. I mean, start of the fourth quarter, we really didn't know who was going to win this game, depending on who came out. And then, I mean, Altamont just came into the start of that fourth quarter. I mean, Grace Nelson did what she usually does, kind of gave the team the boost that they needed and got the momentum to finish this one off. But, I mean, it was a very, very close game. Competitive game, I for sure. I thought all the way about halfway through the fourth quarter is really when Altamont finally pulled away. But, I mean, it was back and forth. And now uh, there is some subs in there for the uh, Lady Indians as well. That's uh, Sophia Piercy taking the three-pointer. It's good. So Sophia Piercy with her basket, and that's the uh, first three of the season for her. See Gabby Weisshauer out there and uh, Emma Spar out there, and uh, that's going to be a rebound there by Claire Van Buren. She puts up the shot. No. Fight for the rebound goes to Piercy. 35 seconds to go. Piercy gets over to Kylie Osteen with 30 seconds left. 61-44 is the score. Altman just have to run out the clock here. Piercy as it. No one's over there. She backs it back out. And now uh, Carey ties her up. And it'll be a jump ball. Alternate possession arrow to Altman. Or to Winchester Straws, I'm sorry. She didn't really know what to do with all that open room oh, there. No. All the time to kill, way too much open. I, I think if the score would have been closer, she would have finished that. But there's going to be a foul there. And it's going to send Windsor's two straws of a one. 6.8 left. She almost looked over at the coach like, what are, am I supposed to shoot this? What am I supposed to do with this? Like, what am I supposed to do here? And the free throw up is good. And 61 to 45 makes the score there. Second free throw up is no good. As uh, that was uh, Casey at the line that time. And that's going to do it. So your final score, 61 to 45. The final score as Altamont picks up their second win in as many games as uh, the Hatchets now will fall 1-1 one and one on the season, 0-1 oh in the NCC, and Altamont 1-0 and oh in uh, the uh, National Trail Conference as well. So uh, we'll be back for the postgame show, and we'll be back with a conversation with Coach Carr here in uh, just a few minutes. And uh, you're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball on Jack FM. Your final score, 61-45. Altamont with the win. We'll be back with the pregame show, and our postgame show, in a couple minutes. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. 
Winter is almost here. Is your car ready for daily commute? Stock your vehicle with supplies such as snow shovel, broom, and ice scraper. Abrasive materials such as sand or kitty litter may help when you get stuck. Jumper cables, flashlight, and warning devices such as flares and emergency markers may help when problems arise. Blankets, a cell phone charger, food, water, and necessary medicines may also be necessary for longer trips. This is Sergeant Jerry Purcell of the Effingham Police Department. Please prepare your vehicle and yourself for the upcoming winter. Steps now may protect you and your passengers. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back in here to Altamont High School. As uh, your final score here this evening, Altamont picking up the win and going to 2 and 0. 61 to 45 was the uh, final score there. As uh, again, Winter Two Straws never really went away, and uh, ultimately Altamont pulling away there in the uh, fourth quarter. As uh, it got a little bit closer there in the uh, final seconds, final minutes, I guess you'd say. Uh, but all in all, uh, Altamont will take it and they'll take their first conference win uh, as well. So uh, all in all, a successful night here tonight, Will. Yeah, and I mean, it's one of those games. I mean, the Indians, they weren't really tested in their first game. This one tested a lot more. I mean, very early on, they had a double-digit lead. They had the pressure that they had in the first game. But, I mean, Windsor Shoe Straws, like you said, they just they kept that pressure. They kept that intensity. They kept fighting back into the game. And we, we didn't really know who was going to win this game until the fourth quarter started. But, I mean, the big story for the Indians is Grace Nelson had 39 points and got the got Stu Straws in a lot of foul trouble early with, I think, four or five and one yeah. going to the line, just doing everything on the offensive side of the ball, as we said as you can kind of see the Indians trying to figure out where, they, where they're back at with her in the lineup. And you can see the defensive end as well, where everybody goes to her when she is in the offensive zone. And then on the other side, I mean, great ball sharing. Wittenberg with 10 points, Kinkler with 8, Hayes with 9. I mean, just great ball movement. And you could see where the Indians were doing a great job of trying to defend those entry passes. 
But, I mean, they just got beat on the press. A lot of quick buckets on the other end, just getting kind of lost on the defensive end. Uh, yeah, and we talked about it with uh, Coach Carr there at the uh, end of the uh, postgame last time and was trying to work on a defense. Now I feel like at, uh, sometimes the offense was kind of hot and cold uh, at times, and at one point you know, it got pretty uh, stagnant. It was a tie game uh, at one point, and Winston Strauss even had the uh, lead there uh, at one point. So uh, always something when you go in uh, through a season, uh, one game you're good on one side of the ball, and then it'll turn around, and uh, that's the joy of sports. That's the uh, agonizing thing uh, about sports sometimes here. Yeah, it's one of those things, like if you watch any NBA at all, the Lakers, worst shooting three-point team, had the best three-point shooting game in yeah. NBA like recently. So it's one of those things where it's any given Sunday, any given night, and, I mean, it's just one of those games where you can see I think it's going to be a very good matchup later on in the season as well. Yeah, I think uh, the Hatchets would definitely want another shot at the Indians if that would possibly be in the conference tournament uh, situation. But uh, we'll have to wait and see how things shake out in uh, the uh, season. But uh, out to mind, you know, getting on the board here the first two games of the season and uh, starting off a pretty solidly uh, 2-0. and And uh, they'll be uh, on the road for uh, next week. Uh, it's got three games, and it's in the uh, Bob Kearns tournament. They're in a Newton as a uh, great little tournament there. It's a, just a small little tournament, but a, a good uh, one. And nonetheless, I do know that Altamont will be in action on a Monday, and they'll be in action there against uh, Effingham in their first contest of the uh, season. I was trying to stall for time, so I could fill up the schedule. Uh, that game will start at uh, 6 o'clock there against uh, Effingham. And then on uh, Wednesday, uh, they'll be at, uh, the Lady Indians will be in action at 7.30 against Newton. And then uh, on uh, Friday afternoon, we have a doubleheader here on Jack FM. On the noon, we'll be at Altamont Lady Indians against uh, Flora. And then uh, later on in the night, we'll be right back here at Altamont Community High School for the uh, boys' home opener against Nokomis this year. So uh, we saw a lot of Nokomis last year there towards the end of the season on the boys' side. And we had to go there late in the season. Then we had that rematch there and had the regional in the Nokomis, how the regionals shook out there. And so we match up with the Redskins here at the first game of the season on the boys' side there. And we'll have all the coverage for you right here on Jack FM next week. So off and running in high school basketball this week with the girls' basketball beginning underway and also with the boys' basketball uh, starting next week. So uh, exciting times here at uh, in the state of Illinois. Yeah, I mean, it's just honestly my favorite time of the year. You know, everybody gets kind of upset. You know, the sun starts going down real early. But it's basketball season. You can't beat basketball season. Yeah, you take the, the go with the bad there. You take uh, the, uh, uh, the sun going down at 5 o'clock. You go into work and the sun's down and you go and you get out of work the sun's down so uh that is take the go with the bad there try to track down uh, some other scores uh, from around the area as you had uh robinson to pick up the win over newton 51 to 42 was the uh, final score there uh, paris was in uh, their uh, thanksgiving uh, tournament and they got a, a five-point win over a Terre Haute north vigo uh there and a Carlinville won by 10 over Athens, 36 to a 26 was the uh, final score. 
there, and that's about all the scores uh, from around the area. And I see Coach Carr has made his way over here to uh, the uh, broadcast position, so we'll hand him over the headset and uh, get him on here as a uh, coach. Congratulations on uh, the uh, win, uh, but it didn't come easy, uh, but you got your second win in as many games. Yeah, didn't come easy for sure. Um, Windsor's two straws came to play, and they played well. Uh, Brian has done a super job with them, and uh, they were prepared. They had a good game plan. We got some experience coming back, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it was a handful for us. Um, I was really proud of our girls in the second half mm-hmm. um, and the way they uh, – Defended mm-hmm. uh, and rebounded. Um, you know we uh, we need to work on uh, need to work on executing a little bit in the half court, mm-hmm. and that's one hundred percent on me. Um, we haven't spent a ton of time on that, but we uh, will correct that. Um, we, you know. Uh, you're not always going to get layups and threes off the break. Uh-huh. So we got we got some work to do in that area, but uh, it's early. We'll get that work done. Right, yeah, only the uh, second game, and these were really kind of tales of two games as well. The, the first game, it was kind of uh, you took control and you had the big lead and ended up getting a running clock in the fourth quarter, but this was far from it as when just two straws even had the lead at one point. And you kind of took advantage there in the fourth quarter and put some space between you and the hatchets, but... Uh, tonight was a lot closer game than uh, uh, the game one was. Sure. And, uh, you know, like I said, I told the girls in the locker room, they won the game in the second half. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Windsor had a lot of momentum. At halftime, we stretched the lead out in the second half because they were able, we were able to guard um, and do a better job on the defensive end. And, you know, again, it's not that we played poorly. Windsor Stu Strauss played a heck of a ball game, mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to be they're going to be a handful this year. I I'll tell you. And then uh, we talked about at the end of the last game about the uh, defensive end and trying to work on that, and only had a little bit of time to uh, work on that. Uh, but how well did you think that your defense looked from uh, game one to game two? Um, first half we struggled. A little bit staying in touch with our checks, and uh, you know, second half a lot better. Um, we gave up a lot more open looks, I thought, in the first half than we did in the second half. Um, the girls, you know, just dug in, really communicated a lot better in the second half. I was proud of that. There was a lot of talking going on. Um, so, yeah, super job by the girls. Um, you know, withstanding that battle i mean Stu, they brought it they mm-hmm. brought it it yep. was fun it was a fun game and uh, on the offensive uh, side of the things we talked about and you even mentioned there at the very beginning it kind of got uh, stagnant a little bit in the half court and uh, so now you try to make adjustments from game one to game two on the defensive side and now you try to make some adjustments on the offensive side of things where at times it looked great and then other times it kind of was uh, stagnant a little bit yeah, you know, like I said, that's on me. You know, they, our girls um, are plenty willing and able. We just got to have a better plan in the half court. And, uh, you know, we'll work. We got two good days to work on that before mm-hmm. uh, we get a big one on Monday against the Hearts over at Newton. So um, 
we better take advantage of these two days, and I, I know we will. Girls come to practice every day. It's good. And also a big a conference win to start off the, the conference season off strong as well tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah. This If this is what it's going to be like every night in the conference, it's going to be a lot of fun this year. And I think uh, I think uh, Windsor Stu Strauss is going to cause a lot of people a lot of problems in the national trail. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. And then uh, next week you turn things uh, to a Newton, like you mentioned, and you got three games uh, next week against FEM on Monday and then the Newton on Wednesday. And then on Friday you got uh, after the Thanksgiving, uh, you got uh, Flora as well. So you hit the ground running with uh, two games this week, but uh, an extra one next week with three at the Bob Kearns tournament. Yeah, and, you know, uh, looking forward to that. That's uh, a really great tournament. I think it's the oldest girls holiday tournament in the state of Illinois. So oh, wow. I um, was proud to be associated with that for five years and uh, be really fun going back. They do a nice job. Shot clock in the tournament. Uh, started that last year. Yeah. We'll do that again this year and uh, also be using the WNBA ball in that tournament I believe. So Ooh, cool. Some fun things for the kids. Uh, Newton does a super job with that. Brad, Amy Harris, Josh Beverland's uh, got things uh, ready to go for next week. And I know you'll be uh, very familiar with the surroundings. I don't think you'll have any problems finding the uh, school or the gym, maybe a different locker room uh, going to uh, next week, but a very familiar surroundings for you. Yep. Uh, looking forward to it. I think, uh, you know, just looking forward to a couple good days of practice and then getting Sunday off to recharge a little bit before uh, we play Effingham on Monday. And we're looking forward to that, and the coach will let you go here. And, again, congratulations on the win, and uh, thanks for joining us here up uh, up here for the second win of the season. Absolutely, man. Thanks for being here. It means a lot. Thank you. Absolutely, and we appreciate it, Coach Carr, for coming up here in the postgame and joining us here after the game. 61-45, again, was your final score, as we'll get Will back here on the headset. If you have any, you have any final thoughts uh, here, Will, as we close this one out. Um, can't wait for Monday. Absolutely. should be a, a good one against uh, Coach Schaefer and the Hearts. So that's our next uh, girls uh, broadcast. And so uh, we'll talk to you then. We'll talk to you next week. And before we get out of here, thanks to uh, Derek back at the studio for helping turning the dials and getting us on and off the air tonight as well. And uh, thanks to uh, Will for coming along and uh, giving the analysis and stats as well. So uh, we'll be back on a Monday, but for right now, we're uh, playing in the, back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. So have a great night and have a, a great weekend as well. We'll talk to you next week. Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618 618- Three two two six four four one for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. Master the mealtime rush with a refrigerator that helps you cut down on clutter. The Whirlpool four-door refrigerator keeps groceries in sight and easy to find. From easy-reach shelves to a flexible ice bin, see how the four sleek compartments help keep ingredients organized so you can get dinner to the table. Visit Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Almont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham.
This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.